0: Hello everyone, my name is Fosie Hussein. Before we start episode 61, for all Arsenal fans, and before we head over to uh, our friends Ahmet Suleiman and Aydan Nevzat, um, Arsenal fans will remember this incredible piece of history dating back to 1989. It was a very good year. Courtesy of Arsenal Media.
1: For Thomas Ch-
0: Welcome to Bandofla. You're watching or listening to episode 61. My name is Fevzi Hussein, and I'm your host. Okay, so we've been... I've been mentioning um, one of my uh, loves, Arsenal, for for quite a few of the previous episodes. And we've said we'll get around to doing an episode dedicated on the Arsenal and, and what's happened this year. And I've got two um, two... Two absolutely fanatical supporters. Um, one is here in London and the other one is in Cyprus. Um, I've got Ahmet Suleiman. Uh, Ahmet is um, the founder of uh, a group on Facebook called Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Um, he's, he's been going for 60 seasons. I know he doesn't look old enough, Um um but Ahmet is the veteran of almost two thousand games um Ahmet, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, febzi. Thank you very much for having me. okay, and the flip side of um Ahmet, our second guest, Idan Nevzat. uh Idan is um was was born literally a few days after the invincibles achieved that. A uh, remarkable thing, which no one has has ever achieved. Um, Adam, I don't. You were born literally uh, a week or so after after we lifted yeah. the league, going through the whole season unbeaten, wasn't you?
2: Yeah, exactly. It was twenty first of May, uh, wow. two thousand and four. Okay, and you join us
0: from from Cyprus. Thank you for finding time, conscious of the time difference. Welcome to to the podcast. Okay so Thank i think so much thanks for no worries no worries you're both very welcome um i guess the 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 first place to to start this season's been quite a remarkable season for for quite quite a few reasons i don't know what your expectations were uh, at the beginning of the season um but you know there's been so many memorable uh moments for arsenal fans to to look back and reflect on So I think one of the best places to start really is one. You know, what was your expectations right at the beginning of the the season, Um, and how do you think? um, You know, we. How do you think the club did, Um, Armit? I'm going to start with you on that one.
1: Yeah, my well, my expectations were generally like uh, most people uh, have always always been an Arteta fan. I believe in what what he's doing, he's achieving. I'm one of the very few people that have always been backing Cronkate as well. Um, I know through my experience of American sports, uh, the system that was changing from the hillwoods of the old English, the old pulp, uh drinking uh, hillwoods to the uh, brash, if you like, Cronkays, who are very successful at the moment. The, the Nuggets are about to win the NBA finals, for instance. He's already won Super Bowl. He's already won uh, the Stanley Cup. Is about to win the NBA finals as well. And Arsenal are the fourth one. That we, we, you know, we've come second this year. Slowly but surely this will happen. We are in no hurry at all to do this, to build a system like Manchester City have sped through that with obviously more money and uh, they are they're, they're obviously several steps in front of us. So, beginning of the season, like everyone else, fourth position, maybe, maybe a cup. We didn't do too well in the Cups, to be honest with you. And that was because of the squad, I feel. But yeah. my expectations at the beginning of the season was let's qualify for the Champions League. Let's get Arsenal back to where we belong. We belong there. There's no doubt about it. Um, so I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Of course, it could have been better. You know, of course, it could have been better. But we're up against a juggernaut. So at the moment, we're doing nicely. Thank you very much. We'll come on to
0: that in a, a little bit later, Armit, in terms of, you know, everyone really believed, I think, that it was going to be a really, yeah. really special season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Until the wheels came off a little bit. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't I mean in terms of obviously you you've been following the club closely as well um, from abroad um, what, what's what been your most kind of memorable moments your your most memorable takeaway from, from this season
2: uh, so for me I think it has to be uh, a couple of performances in some of the big games so you're looking at the North London derbies. I think both games we were outstanding. I mean, Thomas Party's goal in the first game, uh, I, which I believe was the home game, and then the yeah. away game in January, where we haven't got a result uh, at their ground in in quite a while. And to get a clean sheet as well, a comfortable, you know, confident performance, I think uh, the North London derbies have to be up there, along with uh, the game against Man U at the Emirates, the 3-2 in Ketia last minute, and the Liverpool home game where Martinelli scored in the first minute. I think, I think I'd think i have to say just uh, actually getting a few good performances against some big teams to show that, you know, we are here to make a name for ourselves as title contenders and, you know, okay, we had a dip in performances for the last few years, but now with this young squad, young manager, intelligent manager, we're ready to ready to push again and I think I couldn't agree with, more uh, with what Ahmed Abi said about uh, about uh, the Cronkies and how we're not in any rush and how we belong in the Champions League.
0: Mm. Yeah, good, good points point, Saidan. Uh Ahmed, what do you think has changed? I mean, obviously we've, we've had a, a bit of a reputation for not doing well against the so-called top six. Um, I, I saw a stat a couple of years ago before or just when Arteta Took over, uh, and I think we've we only won one out of about eighteen games, and we I think we drew uh, a, a couple, um, but we were really struggling to convert those matches into three points. Um, a- apart from Manchester City this year, who obviously beat Arsenal twice, um, I think Arsenal's record against the, yeah the, yeah well the, yeah and the FA Cup as well. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. Um, yeah. I think. We've managed to, to get quite a few wins against um, the, the so-called sort of big six or even the big big four. Um, what do you think the difference has been this year?
1: I think the, the main difference is we've got quality now. We've got young quality. On the wings, it's Saka and Martinelli. At a point in the season, they were untouchable. And obviously, with the defence, Saliba uh, and Gabriel in the middle have just been were outstanding. Although we've been struggling. I mean, Zinchenko was doing well early two-thirds of the season. He was doing really well. And on the right-back, obviously, Ben White is not a right-back. But at times, Ben was outstanding as well. So we had a solid back four. We had Zaka and Partey in the middle. And obviously, Odegaard pulling the strings. And then up front, of course, we... I think it's just that we've got quality there. In the latter years of Wenger, and obviously from then onwards, we've been in transition. So these teams have been taking advantage of us. And at the moment, I think we're just we're back. Uh, the main thing that I like about this season that's just finished, Arteta has got the fans and the team as one. The last time I saw that, and Fevzi, you were around for that one as well, was when George Graham came in. And the boys used to, the boys in the team and the boys on the terraces were as one. In all my years, and as you say, 60 seasons, just finished my 60th season. This season, the the way that the fans were, it's the best ever. I've been, been in the North Bank. I've been in the clock end singing my heart out of both places. But this season at Arsenal, Arteta, is, with the little touches he's done in the stadium as well, with Wenger coming at that one match, and then other bits and pieces. If you walk around the stadium, you're going to see photos and caricatures of legends. The, the, he, he's given Arsenal back to the fans. We are all proud to be Arsenal fans again. Not, not that I never was, but, you know, yeah. some people... Yeah, so I I, I think that experience and then Arteta's uh, togetherness with the fans has been been very much uh, to the fore of what Arsenal have achieved this year. And we have achieved. You know, we haven't won a cup. Of course, we're not stupid. We don't. We know that. But you don't have to win a cup to achieve. You know, so we've achieved. We're now at a certain standard now that we now have to upkeep. Mm. So let's see what the new season
0: brings. Yeah, I think Arteta summed it up beautifully at the end of the season when he was speaking to the crowd. You yeah. know, I mean, I was at yeah. that when, game when they let well, him yeah. yeah. sing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But he said the connection, the soul has reconnected with the yes. club. Club soul has reconnected with the fans, and I, I, I get really emotional. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, I'm a bit of a soppy git at the best of times. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I do. I mean, when you're in in the stadium and everyone's singing "North London Forever," but, you know, Jewish's isn't song. that
1: one of the pluses of the season? Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and and just the atmosphere. I'm like, even in the upper tier, like it used to be, like people were will just not engaged, and everyone is up on their feet, shouting, yeah. screaming. It's a completely different
1: DNA at the club. You know, it's, I, it's I was speaking, and I've got a name drop. I was speaking with Louis Dunford, who wrote obviously uh, North London Forever. And um, I actually said to him, that song is not just for Arsenal, it's for people like me. I used to go with my father. My father was Arsenal nuts, or Hyundai, the Arsenal fan. Everyone knew or Hyundai. And uh, every time I hear that song, I get emotional. I, I, I think of my dad. Uh, I went to 900 matches with my father. That's nuts! That's nuts! So that song and that amp, we've now got an anthem. We've been looking for an anthem all these years. Good old Arsenal, good old Arsenal. It really wasn't there, but this boy has done something. <laughs> so, so I, thank, I thanked him a lot. He was—he's a good lad as well.
2: Good, yeah, good. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, I mean, you see it. I haven't, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to go to a game this season. But even on TV, you see it. You see it even in Cyprus and. I think all over the world. Sorry, I think all over the world. Uh, all Arsenal fans uh really feel that unity and that same same sort of unity that you guys would have experienced at the stadium. I mean, even watching you know Arteta's speech that you guys were talking about at the Wolves game, just you know on TV. I mean, I, I was getting goosebumps, so I couldn't imagine being at the stadium. So I really think everything really has done a great job at bringing everyone together this season. Definitely.
0: Cool. And same with you, uh, I don't who do you think is Arsenal's most improved player this season?
2: Uh oh. Tough question. I think most improved I'd have to give to uh yeah, Granite Jacker. I think not just only his playing style, but his character. I mean, we all know what happened uh a couple of seasons ago when when he got subbed off. Uh he was captain, I believe, for that game, and it got he got stripped uh, of his captaincy. And I mean, now I would I would have happily. I mean, I love Odegaard as a captain, but I would have happily seen Jackal wearing the, the band too.
0: There's a lot of speculation um, that he's he's played his last game, which would be a shame. Um, but you're right; it's it's a incredible turnaround to
1: the the vitriol that he faced from Arsenal fans. Whoa. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, If I can just butt in, I was at that game when he uh, walked off in a huff. And um, I I never wanted to see him play in an Arsenal shirt ever again. I'll be truthful Mm -hmm. with you. Now, uh, a lot of people got the wrong end of the stick with that one because we were losing. And uh, when our sub came on, he was walking off very slowly. So the fans started me as well, probably. I can't remember. Everyone will say, "Come on, hurry up, gal You know, get off when he they... he got the wrong end of the stick. He thought we were booing him. We were not booing him, mm. you know. And when he went off like that, it was a misunderstanding. Uh, he's gone off, and I never wanted to see him in an Arsenal shirt again. But I'm bloody glad he, he he played this season because he was phenomenal. You know, uh, I'll take all of that back. I, I don't mind being wrong, but um, fair play to the man that he uh, produced this season as a leader as well. I think he was our leader this season. You know, fair yeah. play to him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he came very close to getting a hat-trick on... Uh, what's yeah, yeah. It so might, I mean, he, actually, he, he was, should have he scored a hat-trick. There. He was <laughs> nearly there. So, who do you think is, is
1: the most improved player, met in, in your eyes? Well, I, I'm a sucker for our Haylen uh, boys. And not Saka, but Saka uh, Bukayo Saka. I love him. I actually, actually I, I love him. He, he uh, everything he does on and off the pitch epitomizes what a number seven shirt playing for Arsenal does. He, uh, I, I would go for Saka uh, Bukayo Saka. He, um, yeah, Odegaard was uh, voted the Arsenal Player of the Year by the fans, and we can see that. And, Of course, as Aidan says, Granite Xhaka can't can't really fault him either. Um, yeah, I'll, but I would go for Bukayo Saka. Okay. Um, and who who do you think
0: was? Uh, I don't want to be on a on a negative one because it's been such a brilliant. Yeah. Season. Yeah. Um, but I think there's been one or two players who possibly haven't excelled the way that we would have wanted them to yeah. excel. Um, I know.
1: One or two names spring to, to mind, but yeah, um... I'll I'll tell you one name, and he, he he's better than that. Is Thomas Partey? Thomas Partey could run the game, but uh, towards the end of the season, when we really needed him to stand up and be counted, I was wasn't seeing what I wanted to see. To be honest with you, uh, which is a shame because I'm a big Thomas Partey fan, and he he you know he could he could be the leader, but he he just. Didn't seem to be able to carry that on. Hmm. I, I thought Thomas was one
0: of our best players actually this season. Yeah, he, uh, when, yeah when he bossed the game, he absolutely
2: bossed
0: it. System. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. What about you, Idan? Who, who do you think was was a little bit of a you know disappointment in in your eyes?
2: Um, uh, I see. Um, towards the end of the season, yeah Thomas Party did let us down a little bit, but I think i'd have to I'd have to say, and not for his actual performances but more for the role he was brought in to do, or what I think he should have been brought in to do I'd have to say Gabriel Jesus now, I think he was great as that playmaker role, you know to play those short passes to keep the ball in the box, but I think what we were lacking and I think what we still are lacking is that clinical finisher someone who's just going to put the ball away you know like Aubameyang Abou- yeah. did in his yeah. prime at arsenal yeah. um Jesus has played a role similar to what Lacazette was doing a few years ago i think we needed something slightly different to that true i agree yeah i think Jesus was
0: brought something Brilliant to the to the team when he when he was playing before go before the World Cup it was you know Arsenal fans were so excited with what he brought yeah. to the team but I think you're right I he's not an out and out goal scorer um, very debatable if Eddie Enkettia is you know is 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 the person as well he's more a a, a, a fox in the box sort of poacher um, but he's he's had a bit of a run and I think Eddie's done a job but. You know, I think we need if we're going to challenge Manchester City, we need we need real quality up front. And yeah. um, so I think I think you're both both right there. Um, Ahmed, you've you go to a, every home game. Who do you think is the best away fans to visit the Emirates?
1: What this season? Yeah, or generally, but this in, year. Generally, uh, the Europe in the European nights, some of the. Uh, Greek teams, some of the Eastern European teams, some of the French teams. Yeah, they'll cut. They'll come here. The Italians. Yeah, they they they're usually up for it. Uh, was it? Was it? I think it's Olympiakos that came came to us a few years ago. <laughs> they were amazing. They really were amazing. Uh, yeah, a few a few the Cologne as well. That's right. When Cologne came here, oh, they brought about ten thousand, didn't they? Yeah. Well. Not all of them got in, of course. <laughs> Not all of them got in, but they bloody well tried because the game was delayed for an hour. <laughs> it's never what what about Premier League though? Because there's one or two. Prem, Premier League. League. Oh, who who could? They, oh, there were some good ones, weren't there? Um, I like came. I imagine someone like Newcastle. Uh, or, always. Yeah, yeah, I yeah think The they've got a really good. They've got no- have got a great. Yeah, but because we were quite dominant against them, you didn't really see too much of that. So uh, yeah, um, this season, our away fans have been maybe the the best in the country. Um, unbelievable. I went to a few uh, away games and uh, just won't stop singing. I don't know what's going to us. It's, it's uh, not hybrid the <laughs> library anymore. Home or away. Long may it continue. Uh, yeah. Long, well, long I think it it, Because what you've got now, you've got the youth coming through who are hungry. You know, mm. we haven't had success for X amount of years. So the youth are hungry and you get that hunger uh, through not winning. You become, become complacent when we start winning with Wenger's okay. teams as well. A lot of the fans were complacent. You know, we would have... We, you know, us and Man United were at loggerheads with each other all the time so we got a little bit uh, complacent but the kids got a 20 year old kid, look, like Aidan's a perfect example, born a few weeks after the Invincibles, you know so he's never seen a, a, an Arsenal Championship or Premiership winning team so they're hungry, I see it in my son as well, although my son's 31 the hunger for, the, for more uh, yeah. I mean this year was such a chance but I think yeah, I think you'll come.
2: I think you'll come in the next two, three years. Uh yeah, I I wanted to ask, yeah. Uh so as someone who's seen them both, uh, you know, what do you think? How far off are we from that kind of quality? How would you I'm sorry, how would you compare uh the two the two and how would you compare you know the competitiveness in the league between you well, know up and four and now?
1: You, they've they've got a lot to catch up yet. Uh, the Invincibles, if you look at it, uh, we had men in place. There weren't many teen. There weren't. I don't know if there were any teenagers or in their early twenties. Uh, Freddie came in late as a as a younger one, but they were all um, quite mature. They're mature players who were playing. Whether it was Burkamp or Thierry Henry, Robbie Perez. You know the boys at the back, Sol Campbell, um, for instance, uh, Colo Toure, You know Ashley Cole. For me, the greatest left back that England's ever had, and Arsenal have ever had. You yeah. know, we, so we had we had that. These boys, maybe in two, three years', years time, they can reach that. But to become another Burkamp or a Henri, it's got it's, it's taking it a bit. Yeah, I think I think this this team has got potential, of course. Uh, let's see. How, let's let's do another one of these in two, three years' time.
0: And,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, are, are you, it might be uh, your question alone for itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a really good question, I done um, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, Ahmed. I, there's been some discussion. Obviously, Man City have kind of just, I'll say, win. Some people are saying yeah. bought bought the treble, um, but I don't want to sound bitter. Um, um, no, no. But. No, no. In terms of the achievement, obviously, you know, yeah. we congratulate awesome. Man City. It's an incredible Absolutely. achievement. Absolutely. But on Absolutely. social media, yeah. we're saying yeah. this to Idun, um before in in the in, in the kind of green room, if you like, um, that there's still a lot of football fans who are who who draw a comparison to what Arsenal have achieved in the Invincibles, managing to remain unbeaten. Yeah whole season because you know City and man United so there's now two teams that have done a treble but no one has ever actually gone the whole season um, yeah. um so I mean well, you know how significant is that and do you think it will
1: ever be done again um whether it be done again yeah it could could all could could be done but even Alex Sir Alex Ferguson said you know that was some achievement you know to be go a whole season and Wenger, it actually I feel he he wanted to be invincible go a season without being beaten more than winning the champions league and that it's a difficult one to choose you know champions league or invincibles because we we don't have a champions league we don't have a european uh, champions cup for instance and that is for me as a long time fan it, that is the holy grail for me so, um, it is so difficult to do. But, you know, our critics always go back to, uh, you won 26 and you drew 12. Still invincible. Still invincible. And personally for me, a question I was asked a couple of days ago, what's the greatest goal you've ever seen? And it, for me, it was Patrick Vieira when he scored the second goal against Leicester City to confirm that we were invincible. I was at, I was at I've got goosebumps just talking about it. But um, yeah, for me that was such an achievement. I know knew the significance because of uh, if you don't mind me saying, my knowledge of Arsenal Football Club and my knowledge of um, uh, pre-premiership football as well. So it is very significant, and we're the only ones that have... is your is your one gold. That's Say it. that again. It, is your is your is your one gold? We're the only ones with a gold Premiership trophy. True, true. That, that's very true. That's very
0: true. I, 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 think it's going to be difficult to, to. It,
1: it will be difficult, even for Man City, because yeah. the competition yeah. will be stepped up next season as well. Newcastle, Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea might make something. You know this. You know so let, let's. Let Liverpool will be back. You know. Yeah, so. Well, Brentford done a double over City this year,
0: incredibly. <laughs> so you know. It's, is nuts. That <laughs> is nuts. Good old Brentford. Uh, all right. I think what I'm going to touch on now is a little bit of transfer speculation. And I'll, I'll quickly hmm. talk about the the players who possibly might be leaving. Jorginho uh, yeah. has been linked with uh, going to Italy with Lazio. Yeah. Um, Balogun, who I've got a lot of time for, um, he's heavily linked with moving to AC Milan. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, there's quite strong links with Arsenal and AC Milan. I think the the former CEO um, uh, Gazidis is now at AC Milan or He was at AC Milan, um, so uh, you know. And Tierney's being um, looked at by Newcastle, so there could be some changes. Um, and Emil Smith Rowe as well. Um, it would be really sad to see any of the Heylen boys, as you put it, on it leave because those people.
1: Almost, those people those kids absolutely love Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Emil does. Emil does. But if you, if, if you don't mind me saying, I predicted that. I could see in the season he wasn't really trusting Emil. I know he had an injury for majority of the season. But when he came back, even in the games, he wasn't sending him on like he was last season to maybe change the game. He was leaving it till three minutes before the end, five minutes before the end. I don't know if Emil has, is similar to Jack uh, uh, Wilshere in that Arsenal maybe feel that he's not ever going to be 100% fit for the whole of the season and I, I actually did predict that um, I felt that he might be a make weight uh, if Declan Rice comes to Arsenal yeah possibly, possibly. I should be unfortunately you know we, we, we love our Haylen boys we love our Haylen boys you know, yeah, but, you definitely. know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're the emotional part of it. Whereas Mikel Arteta, you know, he sees him day in, day out. Maybe mm. he feels, I don't know. But from well, what... Mikel, Mikel was shown he doesn't, you know, no. he do what's right for the club. He didn't think twice yeah. about getting rid of Aubameyang. Yeah. Like whereas, so, you know? yeah, whereas Wenger would all, would be more emotionally enracked in a player. Arteta doesn't seem to be like that, thankfully.
0: No, definitely um i done who would you like to see there's a lot of transfer speculation about players coming to arsenal um who would you like to see come in to to strengthen the the squad
2: yeah so uh i think i think as i mentioned the striker position before i think it would it would have been uh it would be nice to get in that kind of clinical finisher now not necessarily as a new signing but uh I'm really hoping that Balogun does not end up going to A C Milan. I don't know why a lot of our Arsenal fans believe that we should we should be trying to look for someone like Chansan Blahovic from Juventus or or, or Simen from Napoli. I, I think we have a great and unbelievable striker, you know, who has a contract tied to Arsenal right now. Why splash more cash uh for that striker position? I think he needs to uh, you know, be given a chance. And as you said, Ahmed Abi, we're not in a big rush to to win the league. You know, we don't have to win it next season. So why mm-hmm. not give uh Barlogan a go? And that money can be spent on someone like Declan Rice, or I I also rate Moises Caicedo quite highly. I think he had a great great season for for Brighton. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I'm
1: Balog- going to put that better myself? either. don't, yeah, spot on, I don't. You, it's as if your brain you, you've read my brain exactly that. <laughs>
2: <way>. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Wasn't he top
0: scorer in France? Uh,
1: uh he, I, I don't think he was top, goals while, but he scored 21 goals. Third. The only thing about Balogun is he's super duper confident to the point where you think it's arrogance. I don't know if you you guys have seen, yes, yeah. have you seen that on YouTube where he come, comes over? He's ready, super super confident. I'd love I'd love Balogun to be given a go now. You know, um, Eddie's a good player. You know, as a, again as I say, Hey Lemboy from Chelsea, Hey Lemboy from Chelsea. But um, I would love Balogun to. Um, be maybe if not the main man, number two after Jesus. I, and to be honest with you, Jesus isn't an out-and-out scorer, whereas uh, Falerin Balogun is. Interesting.
0: I yeah. think a lot of Arsenal fans. I think most Arsenal fans would agree, but I think Balogun has split some. some yeah. Things.
1: Well, the 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 thing with the split is, you know, people listening to the media and tr- trying to copy the media instead of making up their own minds, if you don't mind me saying. like uh, as Aidan said, Vlajevic and Osema, um perfect. Uh, Osema more than Vlajevic. Vlajevic, the reason that I, I don't think Arsenal will go for him, because he used Arsenal to get his move to Juventus. And uh, I don't know if Arsenal would go. I think now he would fly to Arsenal, if Arsenal wanted him. He would love to be at Arsenal rather than Juventus at the moment. Because we're, we're, we're going places and Juventus are not.
0: Yeah, that's a good a good analysis. Arma. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Ilka Gundawan's contract is up at City. Um, Interesting. Brilliant captain. Interesting. Uh, you know, he's, I don't know, Barcelona are heavily linked with him, but Arsenal has also been reported. Uh, do you, yes. is it a realistic chance of him coming to the Emirates, do you think?
1: I, I'd love him there. I'd. Straight away, Jorginho looks like he's going back to Italy. Can you imagine Ilkay coming to uh, Arsenal? You know, he's just got what well, he's just won the treble. Come here, nurture some of our kids. You know, such an intelligent footballer, I'd love him there. It's an exciting prospect, I agree. it
0: really is. I exciting. Agree yeah, him. yeah, definitely. Right, yeah. I'm going to throw yeah. some names at you. I'm going to give you two n- names each of Arsenal players, and I yep. want you to say whether we should sell them, keep them, or loan them. Right? Um, okay. I mean, I'm going to start with you, uh, yep. Reese Nelson.
1: Oh, definitely keep. Right. Reese has come on. Not just that goal that he scored, or the two goals that he scored. There is an attitude to Reese at the at the moment, whether it's let on the left or on the right. On. You yeah. see, when he comes on, his touch. I can see why teams from Europe are really looking at him. His touch, um, is I don't think Arteta will let him go. I wouldn't, I would certainly wouldn't, definitely in the squad for me at least. And yeah. what I'd like to see, um, because Bakayo Saka was overplayed again this year. I'd like to see Reese come into more games when maybe Saka, you know, if we're, if we were two up. Or if we're playing Tottenham away, these easy games, he can put Reese Nelson in. But I'm going to get loads of Tottenham fans complaining about my podcast now. Sorry, Spurs fans.
0: Uh, you know, sorry guys, but you know what it's it's, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a cheap shot, mate. But it, we do yeah, like uh, we do like him on it. Um, okay, um, I done. What about Kieran Tierney? Sell, keep, or loan?
2: Uh, very tough. Very, very tough. I think, I was really hoping you didn't give me tinny, but I'll give you my answer. I think it's unfortunately going to have to be sell, and not because I don't rate him so highly as a player, but I think he's not as reliable fitness-wise. And if we could sell him, maybe get 30, 40 million and go and potentially buy Cancelo from Man City, it seems like he's fallen out with Pep, and that yeah. would be a great fight. Yeah. So I think it'd have to be sell for me.
1: Eddie and Ketia sell so- oh. Or loan. Oh, uh, um, I'm gonna be like Arteta, and I'll say sell. I would bring Balogun in, and I would even go for another striker. I'd love uh, a got another goal scorer, uh, as Aidan said earlier. Um, we were we have been missing that pivotal player at the top of the Christmas tree to put the ball in the back of the back of the net and the last
0: one I've done uh, Thomas Partey do we keep him, sell him or loan him?
2: I think it's going to have to be a keep maybe we, we get one or two more midfielders but it would be a big shame to see Thomas Partey go and I could see it being a scenario where we sell him, he goes somewhere and it comes to bite us in the back and he ends up performing amazing against one of our rivals yeah, for one of our rivals against us, sorry. So, no, I think it's definitely a keep. Yeah, I'd
1: I mean, keep, keep him for the changing room as well. He's good He's good in the changing room as well, Thomas Partey. Yeah. I wouldn't he'd... have put his name into the mix, but there's been quite a lot of no, speculation. No, I, I think you were right to put it in there because it is one of those.
0: Yeah, there's been yeah.
1: A, a fair bit of
0: speculation. Alright, listen, we're coming towards the, the end of the, the podcast. I hope Arsenal fans across um, the you know different places are, across the world are, are enjoying the the discussion. There's some really nice uh, thoughts and, and memories being being shared. Um, yeah. Just on um, we've we want to touch on the season tickets because obviously the the renewals yeah. have gone out um, and I believe there's been a change yeah. um, a reduction in the I, th- I think the prices have stayed the same. Like there's a mm. reduction in the number of cup games, yeah. Season tickets, um,
1: yeah,
0: season ticket holders can go to, which effectively is an increase in, in the yeah. price. Of
1: yeah. I don't know what your thoughts uh, are on that, right? Um, uh, we're getting 19 league games and three cup games instead of 19 league games and seven cup games. So, um, <clears throat> the first three cup games were predominantly because the FA Cup. It, so it would be the three Champions League games that we would get part of the season ticket deal. And then after that, if we progress into the knockout stages or and the FA Cup, then the season ticket holders would get first option on their seats. Uh, um, and so the the other thing that is that season ticket holders are talking about at the moment is only being able to get into the stadium uh, with your ticket on your phone in your phone's wallet Uh, whether it's transferable or it's not transferable they're trying to get rid of ticket touts but ticket touts only need to buy a 30 pound smartphone and it's on there it's on there you know so uh, arsenal i don't know what they're going to do with the ticket tout situation because there aren't enough tickets to go around you know that fevzi Silver members weren't getting tickets this last season. Red red, red members, forget it. You know, and Arsenal have to address this. They really have to address this. Whether in some way they can lessen the allocation for away fans. But what's happening with the new season tickets is um, if you don't go to 17 of those games, I think it's 17, uh, you'll be questioned about your season ticket at the end of the season. All right. Well, it's, I, I thought it was a bit a little bit cheeky of the club because obviously
0: we've had some barren barren yeah. times in the last few years. yeah and and now that there's a level of excitement and expectation, yeah. the club seem to be bringing in all this new new criteria, uh, which I think is a little bit cheeky. Um, it is cheeky. You, know, but, you know obviously the waiting list is is growing. um and football premiership football is in demand. I mean, no disrespect to to West Ham um but when they moved to the London stadium um you know I know that some fans were wondering how you know how many fans would would attend and fair play to West Ham you know yeah brilliant they won a european yeah. cup they um you know they they sell their home games week in week out so football is a massive massive um you know of of interest and it isn't just
1: football fans here there's people mm-hmm. who come from abroad you know, um... West, West Ham is a really, really good subject. West Ham's uh, fan base is phenomenal. You know, the the uh, West Ham I believe are the third best supported team in London. I, I don't know the statistics. I don't know the numbers. It feels to me Arsenal, Tottenham, West Ham um, in sort of like fan bases, then Chelsea. Might, I don't know whether some of the Chelsea boys watching this might dispute that. Probably will dispute that. But West Ham have just got incredible fan base out towards Essex, and they've got the whole of Essex anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. So okay, Ham, All right. So final,
0: I'm going to give you final thoughts. Uh, I, I don't. know. I'll come with you next season. Um, there's going to be a lot of expectation um, on the back of this season. Um, Let's be realistic about what our, you know, what we say. Um, but do you think Arsenal can go one step further, or is it another, um, another situation whereby we're going to look to consolidate? What um, you know, what what do you think will happen next year? It's almost like a floodlight.
2: Oh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think I think you know Arsenal fans. uh as the mug comes up as well as Arsenal fans we can only believe in our club and we can only you know uh in push for the very top so I, I don't think uh we should we should be encouraging anything less than uh challenging for the title i'm not saying we must win it it will be a disappointment if we don't there's i i think there's a there's a big difference in that but i think it's important that we do push for it and we don't uh, you know think any less of ourselves for not winning it this season we should be proud of what we've achieved this season the big jump we've made and we should try and keep taking steps forwards Okay, brilliant Ahmed final thoughts
0: with you uh, my fellow Guna
1: yep um, I think it depends a little bit on Man City. Uh, if there's an uh, aftermath of winning the treble, uh, if, if Pep, you know... We've got to really hope that Manchester City don't perform anything like they did this season. I can't really see us winning the league next season. Uh, challenging, yeah, fantastic. I think we will challenge uh, How what that challenge will be because the first half of this season, we were just untouchable practically. Uh, so I, I, you know, it'd be very difficult to have that type of first half of the season again. But yeah, a year on, a year more experience. You know, if we get a couple of players in younger, younger legs like Declan and Casado, for instance, let's say, you know, then yeah, there's a possibility of it. will I think we'll challenge, but what, how deep that challenge will be, I'm not so sure. I think it all depends on City. I think. Mm. And um European fo- uh, Champions League football
0: is, yeah, we've got Champions is obviously League football that'd be nice. At, nice. Yeah, oh, the nice.
1: Nice away game. You yeah. choose the
0: city. <laughs> okay, everyone, you've been watching um Bandofla. This is a, a special episode dedicated to to Arsenal fans. Um I'm really pleased that Ahmed Suleiman and Aidan Nevza all the way from Cyprus. Um, have been able to join us and, and share their thoughts on, on the questions. Uh, Ahmet's a veteran of almost 2,000 Arsenal matches. He's been going for 60 seasons um, and Aidan is uh, a, a Guna that was born in the season that the Invincibles uh, set those amazing records. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, you can follow Bandofla on Twitter at underscore Bandofla B-A-N-D-O-F-L-A and we're also on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Good night and God bless. Thank you guys very much for.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Idan. Thank you.